Welcome to Is This Your Life? The podcast where we pick a celebrity or a public figure and tell their life story based upon no fact at all. It's just general assumptions and wild statements. Why? Because we love celebrities, but not enough to pay attention to every little detail. I'm Terry, and for lunch today, I had chicken of the sea. I'm James, and my favorite food is chicken of the sea. (laughs) And today we ask... Jessica Jessica Simpson, is is this this your life? So basically, just to say that you guys know that Terry and I write those little introductions about yeah. our names and uh, little tidbits to give away who we're doing. We don't discuss that. So I had a feeling at some point we were going to have exactly the same thing. <laughs> I, me too. I mean, it was, the, it was the only given that could actually like fit into a sentence. Like what else would I have said? Oh, I've got another one. Mine was going to be, I'm Terry and I look good with nothing but a t-shirt on. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So, you know, but whatever, we didn't do that. So, hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again. Episode three. Number three. Um, We've officially gone live. So, we did record the first two with no audience exposure. (laughs) No, just growing a back catalogue, growing a back catalogue. But since then, we have gone live and we've had a great response already. It's been really nice with people reaching out to us, like obviously mostly mostly friends at this point because strangers <laughs> don't know who we are yet no um but we've had some really really good feedback about the style of the podcast i didn't even think to be honest about how people were gonna listen no neither did i in in the back of my mind i i, I had concerns in that like why would people listen in that like if we're getting some things wrong like why do they care but it seems to have stimulated like a lot of like passion and they're being involved in the conversation so like as we're going oh who did this who did that like they're very much saying you're so wrong or i know this or like they're googling it as we're talking about it yeah that's yeah that's basically what people have said to me that they find themselves either yelling at us to be like oh my god you morons this is wrong or actually maybe not even believing what we're saying is the truth and then and googling along the with us yeah and us yeah. actually being factual so sometimes we do know what we're talking about indeed and that's the whole point is we say things with conviction there's a reason why we're saying it's because we know but we don't yeah, know but we don't know uh, and on that topic actually uh, we had already just kind of discussed this before we went live with the podcast we were just sort of figuring out how best to do it but we are going to also be uploading mini episodes yeah. called justice four uh, and they're episodes where we go back and obviously things that we definitely have got wrong that we should probably put to right. We will record and give that information, you know, for you guys to listen to and get updates. And also in case these people ever listen to the podcast, <laughs> that they also have some justice for the things that we got wrong. Yes. So there will be, you know, justice for Nicole, justice for Jessica. There'll be justice for everyone. Yeah. Um, they will have their moment to, uh, I was going to say, air out their <laughs> well, dirty laundry. But... Well, they won't be dialing in for the justice. <laughs> just but that could be that. a good addition. Look, as this grows, who's to say Jessica Simpson is not going to get on the phone and be like, that is not true. I want to correct you. <laughs> like their publicist could reach out. Yes. Or that is not true. I'm going to sue you. <laughs> no, but they can't. Everything is alleged. Nothing in that we say is fact sure it's all based on assumption correct alleged 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 we should have just called the podcast alleged i mean we should have allegedly probably would have been a quite nice one but anyway 
We know her from her amazing pop career with hits like I Wanna Love You Forever and her reality TV show with ex-husband Nick Lachey, right through to her billion-dollar business, uh, which I'm not entirely sure which it is, but obviously we'll get to that later, um, and all the stuff in between. I basically bought her autobiography. She's come out with a book called Open Book, quite like the title. Um, but I started reading literally the first chapter and I was like, wait, before I read any more, it's probably best to do this episode now before I know all of the information. Okay, good. It's not often that I read. Um, <laughs> but when I do, um, it's likely going to be a celebrity autobiography. Um, I, the only two books I've read is The Secret and then the Katie Price autobiography that came out like 15 years ago. But nonetheless, I digress. Um, we're obviously here today for Jessica Simpson. There's a lot to her life, judging by the thickness of the book. Um, so, I mean, unless it's just like two words per page. But, no, um... believe it or not, it's actually um, a decent font size. I don't think there's any pictures. Oh, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's words, words, words. Words, words, words. <laughs> I mean, you could say, in all fairness, that Jessica Simpson is, you know, not very smart. Uh, she comes across that way is what I right. mean I was gonna say from what I thought she was back in the day when she was a pop star's reality tv star through yeah. to now she's still definitely a lunatic oh um, my god no 100%, yes. 100%. But she actually obviously is very smart she's, she must be a smart businesswoman if she does seem to have this very successful business you know I'm not trying to say that she isn't smart like she obviously is but people do surround themselves with business people business-minded people people help mm-hmm. who help them like negotiate those deals like yeah I mean obviously she's not gonna know the ins and outs she has some understanding of business <laughs> Uh, but maybe doesn't know what a tax return is. I mean, I no. barely know what a tax return is. No, they also um, sound very complicated from what you've told me. Like doing an American oh, tax return to me does not seem straightforward I, at I, all. You literally, I, if I would compare it to anything, I would compare it to the Da Vinci Code because the, <laughs> it is very difficult. And I am never surprised when celebrities get in trouble for tax payments because I'm like, oh, it no. can happen to any of us because it is so confusing so confusing do we feel that jessica simpson's ever had issues with her tax returns i'm gonna assume yes yeah i would say 100 percent allegedly that she's had uh issues with tax returns i mean there must have been a whole time that i think she's actually definitely had issues with money and tax do you well so i obviously from a money standpoint i assume the divorce probably came into it i have um searched jessica simpson tax return issues and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the second result tells me that jessica simpson is a tax expert but that's just the name of someone who files people's tax returns her name is jessica simpson you can schedule an appointment with her um, should you wish for Jessica Simpson? I mean, who knows? It could actually be Jessica Simpson. It's her side um, hustle. She's actually very smart. She's she's what Carol Vorderman is to Countdown. <laughs> but no, no clear headlines there about tax. But the, actually, the yeah. first headline is very much marriage to Nick Lachey was my biggest financial mistake. So that says a lot uh, about okay. that relationship. Yeah, um, which I can't look. I'm look forward to getting into that actually, yeah. um, because that was a whole big part of really the Jessica Simpson history that we that we know about. But where do you think we should go? Do you think, I mean, we tend to dial back to the beginning. I feel like sometimes mm. it is a bit easier to start from childhood and I, go from there. I agree. Do I we agree. get to build a picture? And I will say that there is going to be a lot about Jessica Simpson's childhood that we didn't know, of course. Of but course. I feel like there's also a lot that we do know, just wow. based on having the sister, the dad, 
and all the things that that oh, provides. Okay, I thought you was going very much Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or whatever it was oh, called. Was she well, in the Disney Club? She was in the Disney Club. Was she? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to assume that she was. I thought she was in it because yes, she was. She was. Um, she was in it with Jessica and everyone, but she. Uh, so <laughs> she, she is Jessica. <laughs> she was in it with Brittany and everyone, but she came in late. No, she did. She came in late to the situation, but there was like, yes, I swear to God, it's in the first first opening like thing of her book that I read. Oh well, if you've read it, then it has to be true. But it's interesting because you have the Britney, the Christina, the Justin of all being in the Disney Club round at yeah. the same time. I actually have not heard that at all about Jessica Simpson. I mean, I get it maybe if she was a few seasons behind, but... Um... So apparently she was, get this, uh, Justin Timberlake's first kiss. <gasps> oh. Um, at, at what age? Underage, I assume. Justin once kissed Justin Timberlake. Um, I mean, the second headline here is how Jessica Simpson was overshadowed by Britney Spears, but no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, so she was very much a mouseketeer. Oh, that that's the word, mouseketeer. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, there's a there's a fact I didn't know. I just thought she was a random girl that just came out with a song called "I Want to Love You Forever," and that that was a kind of her first introduction to the entertainment world. Hey, she was very much like child star, you know, blowing those pipes, blowing those pipes. By pipes, I meant vocals, not crack pipes, but TV or bad pipes, <laughs> bad pipes. Many a pipe you can blow. Uh, <laughs> yes, as a gay man, there is many a <laughs> Not that this is important, but no idea how old she is. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> if she, she was Mouseketeer age, I would say my age, 39. I'm going to assume she's 41. <laughs> okay. How old is Britney? Isn't Britney Britney's like... the same age as me, 39. Ah. Or she's uh, a year younger. No, okay, well done on the maths. Um, Jessica Simpson is 39. She has one sister. One sister? I'm going to say Ashley Simpson. I think there's a brother. I know there's a mother, a father, a sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No, but you laugh, but we found out Nicole in her episode, you know, in her episode, you can't assume mother, father, because Only she not, had neither okay. of those. No, well, she technically did. She had them in multiple. She's technically got two mothers. Actually, yeah, mothers. she had technically two, technically two. There's just one sibling and it's Ashley Simpson. Oh, okay. All right, fair um, enough. In that case, we have Ashley Simpson. She's the younger sibling. She is. And then the mother, I don't know much about. Maybe we can figure that out in a minute. But the dad, I feel like, is a more prevalent character within their family because i there are things that i know about him right. just from him being there but i don't know if you have any like further details from just before i started the book what i knew of tina so her mom's name is tina oh um and she was always there because i used to watch the ashley simpson show on mtv i'm not yeah, sure if you i watched did it. too yeah um and she was always there like she was always like floating around like she she to me was always like the mummager like she was like the chris jenner of the tina knows yeah um, oh, Tina. Oh, maybe her yeah. mum's not Tina and I'm getting Tina Knowles confused. <laughs> I mean, Tina Simpson seems right. It does seem right, doesn't it? And she looks like a Tina. Or a Shelly, like a Shelly Simpson. Mm, it's like the it's like that melty brown hair and she's like a bit like a little, little character. Oh, it's Tina, Tina Andrew. Okay. So assuming they're now divorced if her surname's Drew. Um, oh. Though I do think that was something we might have known. No, I know all about this. Yeah. Is the bit that I do know, but we'll get to that because that's quite an interesting part of the story. Interesting. Touching back on, on Papa Simpson. Um, mm. he... his name's... Sorry, his name's Joe? Joe, Joe Simpson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... 
Um, from what was in the book, I'd be keen to know what you're feeling. So you're saying prevalent, 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 <laughs> prevalent figure, uh, Joe Simpson. So you'd almost say, what's the version of matriarch, the male version? Patriarch. Patriarch. <laughs> so you're saying he's the patriarch of the family, which that's probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like they came from a solid home as far yeah. as um, almost like from a Brady Bunch perspective. So right. from a veneer, a veneer of a perfect solid home. Yes. But behind the scenes, no. Her dad was actually a preacher. Oh, I think, I, yes, I do remember this. Yes, yes. And, and so I think his dad was a preacher. So he was like second generation preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe third generation, like whatever generation. Um, I believe that Tina either worked at the church or didn't work at the church. I mean, one of the two. It could only be one of the two. Either way, um, she started dating Joe and was like, oh, I'm dating a preacher. And so she very much had to become like that preacher wife. And apparently I think what she said was like, she took that role on really well or something. It's like, that was what she became. And then when it came to like the kids' lives, she was very much that for the kids, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yes. So it kind of does have that whole vibe of, um, again, I don't, I'm assuming that they're Southern. Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah, I say, why not Tennessee? Don't even fact check it, just assume. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I just feel that Brittany is also from that land. Uh, you've got Christina. Uh, we found out Reese was from around oh, those Justin next. Justin Timberlake, I feel, is from there as well. Like yeah, they're all, they're all, all the Malfeteers and all of those people Memphis. are from, yeah, down south. Especially when you've got, like, preachers involved. And... Oh, 100%. Um, mm. So, oh, yeah, so it turns out she's from, Ab- Ab- I'm going to get this wrong, but. Albuquerque. Oh, Abilene, Texas. Okay. Probably a small town that we don't really know about. But yeah, Southern. Population 500 or something, you know? Yeah. So I just think that she, to me, that ticks the boxes to what I assumed about that, about her childhood. So you've got preacher, preacher's wife, two children, you know, happy marriage. Mum was great with the kids. Mum cooked all the dinners. Dad was out religioring to the Jesus yeah like whatever I feel like everything was pretty normal for them I feel like they probably just had a very normal upbringing I don't think and I don't see any abuse I don't see any drug abuse I don't see any alcoholism what I will say is that she has announced that she went through so much abuse as a child oh everything we thought we knew we didn't know and we saw then that goes to show that veneer of um of perfection that people oh put God, out yeah. there because they've really done quite an almighty job of see- having seemingly normal apart from later on in life when i do know some of the cracks that had kind of come out some cracks definitely <laughs> what's not true. um but does she specify oh i guess she you haven't got there yet no she doesn't know so i literally finished that chapter and was like i can't wait to read it and i haven't picked the book up in two weeks but we know that there was abuse but i don't know who it was from was it from an uncle you know was it from her granddad was it from her dad like we don't know we don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna put my hand on my heart and say it's not her dad because I, the reason I feel like it's not from my dad is because of revelations we have in the future. But yes. I'm going to say probably uncle. I know. I do think it's on her dad's side, though. Oh, yeah. It'd be on her dad's side. Yeah. For sure. 
Tina didn't have a brother. No. <laughs> Uh-uh. So that that was definitely abuse for her as a child. But what what is that? What you know? Don't know if it was sexual. Don't know if it was like mental. mental. There's many a type. Yeah, there is many a type of an abuse, but um, which is sad. Like that is sad. Let's kind of touch on um, because obviously this is information that we do know. Um, but touching on growing up as siblings yeah. uh, with an age difference. I don't know the age difference between Ashley and Jessica. Ashley is 34. Okay, so relatively... Not that far apart, yeah. No, that's more like me and Vicky as opposed to me and you. But nonetheless, it's that same thing with like, you know, a younger sibling, older sibling scenario. So um, how did you feel about Vicky? Because I know how Ashley felt about Jessica because of... Well... <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know that we should be getting into that <laughs> on on record. If you could sum it up in one word. I know that the m- typical route that people go down is the younger child is is always jealous of the elder child, right? That's kind of... you. With, let's go with, like, the Beyonce, the Solange, the Jessica, the Ashley, the Brittany, the Jamie yeah. Lynn. You know, like, you people that... kind of... Wait, I, I haven't finished. Okay. I haven't finished. My my perception is is people kind of assume the young, you know the elder sibling has like more notoriety and the younger one is always striving for that same attention. I don't really feel like that in my case. I would agree with you. When people think that younger siblings are jealous of the older siblings, I don't, that case. doesn't apply in my case. No. Obviously, Vicky had an interesting life. <laughs> Maybe we could do a podcast on her one day. <laughs> Um, because that's wild. Um, but I think maybe because there was so much happening, I just never really saw it in that way. I definitely always, to be fair, felt like she got a lot of attention and I kind of lacked attention in that respect. Still say to this day though, like she's, I think firstborn and girl, especially. Yeah. The the golden goose. I know. Oh my god, we should like, probably switch it back. Like... Sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's switch it back to Jessica and Ashley because you know, realize we were delving. <laughs> Did you like Ashley Simpson the way that I liked Ashley Simpson? Yeah, I mean, she was definitely oh, more your era than my yeah. era. However, I did really like Ashley Simpson. And when she had that whole show where she was recording her album and doing all of that, yeah, it was really good. And I I loved her music. Like, it was kind of the Avril Lavigne era, um, very rocky, rocky, edgy, alternative. I think equally in their own rights, very talented, very different types of voices. Um, Mm. I actually think I prefer Ashley Simpson's voice to Jessica Simpson. Um, Well, Jessica Simpson's a bit overly, uh, and this isn't a comment on her size, but whaley. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like she's very much dramatic. Strained vocals, like always yelling, screaming. isn't ever on the note that she should be there is a video of her that floats around on twitter i don't know if you've seen it but there it's like just compilations of her just basically belting notes it goes on for about eight minutes of just different things quite painful to listen to yeah 
Uh, but nonetheless, Ashley, uh, sorry, Jessica Simpson's music, I still adore. And those songs and her pop career is very much part of my growing up. Um, yeah. And you can't deny that there were some great pop songs there. So, uh, you know, in all fairness, I think that that's probably where we should go to next. I'm kind of happy with... I agree. Yeah, uh, without needing to go into too much detail about everything, right? Yeah, well, I, like we've got, the, we, we've got the long and short of it. You know, I grew up as a preacher's daughter... You know, happy on the outside, unhappy on the inside. Um, I mean, who isn't? Who this, isn't is a general, this is a general story. Exactly. This is just <laughs> everyone's. Is this your story? Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Moving on, I say. Yeah, well, I would say, so let's go, but let's kind of pinpoint that first moment where she splashed onto the scene. Um, I'm going to say 1996, 97. That was, I was going to say that felt early. I was going to say 98. Well, she, because don't forget, we had Britney in 1995. No, we did not. 1996? 1990, end of six, seven. beginning of seven, yeah. Oh, so yeah, sorry, sorry. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm getting confused. Because I know where I was when I heard Britney Baby one more time. And I've got the ears <laughs> confused. I love that you just know the Jessica's and Sarah based off of Britney Spears. Like, if that is <laughs> a slap in the face to Jessica's career. <laughs> So I know where it was when Britney came out. So I know that six months later, Jessica came on the scene. <laughs> Basically. So you're right. 1990, late 97, early 98. For, yeah. Um, and it was I Want to Love You Forever, right? Yes. Did you find out when it was? I did. Um, and we're both quite off the money in that oh. clearly it was not six months <laughs> after Britney or a year after Britney. It was actually 1999. Oh, okay. So quite yeah. some time. So that yeah. would lead me to believe that what they were doing uh, behind the scenes is that they were, you know, they had the Britney, uh, they had the Christina, and obviously Christina's kind of that crossover between the two where she can actually sing, uh, and she's got an amazing <laughs> voice, but she isn't much of a performer, let's say like a dancer type. Mm-hmm. Um, so my guess is that the music industry behind the scene was like, right, well, we've got Britney, we've got Christina, what we need now is, is like a, a blonde, pretty, balladesque, power yeah. voice, you know? Our, yeah, yeah. And in all honesty, what song are you saying? I Want to Love You Forever. Yeah, like that to me just does not feel like a, the Jessica Simpson song that for me, like when I, I knew a yeah, Jessica when Simpson. You, yes, because you oh. were that bit younger and so it took you a while to catch up and by the time you'd caught up, we was into the different era. We was into that slightly different era of Jessica Simpson, right? Well, so the the first song I know, Jessica Simpson, that like to me, I think, ah, yeah, that must have been her first single. It was it was actually Irresistible was the one. Um, Irresistible. That, no, because I think that your first impression of Jessica Simpson was, um, boy, I think I'm in love, love with, with you. you. I've been doing silly things when it comes. But so so she did pretty well with her those that beginning of her pop career. I think she did really well. She was kind of famous all over the world. I would oh, say yeah. she was probably much more famous in like Japan, um, Asia. You know, they they love all of that. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, I would agree with that too. Like, I don't think she was as big. Like, she was never a big commercial success in the way that Britney and Christina like were. Very much, you know, third on the list. I'm sure from a like a if if I was a club promoter back in like 19, well, not a club promoter, but like a concert promoter back in like 1990, yeah. 
I'd be like, A, what's my budget? Two, can we get Britney? Three, can we get Christina? Four, is Jessica Simpson available? Because like, I feel like that was like the natural pecking order. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I don't think there's any harm in that. I think Just... being third on the list, third on a great list is still really better than being on no list. Well, 100%. 100%. So good for Jessica. So let's kind of figure this out because she, she was single when she started her pop career. Yes. But along the lines of coming up and, and that kind of trajectory to fame, she obviously had come into contact with 98 <laughs> Degrees. Yes. And I which... feel like it's very much um, like MTV, like, oh, oh, I think I know this. Mm-hmm. Because I follow Danny Pellegrino, who's got um, the everything, I want to say everything iconic podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he posts like these Jessica Thursdays things. So like I see bits about her life. And I think she met Nick Lachey on um was it TRL? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they met. Like again, could be wrong. But it Okay, feels- so yeah, no, so that feels right to me. And um I'm gonna say they probably met right at the beginning, like at the beginning of her career, like late nineteen ninety-nine, um, possibly early two thousands. But then I feel like what happened really quickly is that they clocked on to the scenario of them being a couple and how much more attention they got collectively versus separately. Because Nick Lachey in 98 Degrees was really not that popular. Like he, it wasn't a Backstreet Boys. It wasn't an NSYNC. Again, I feel like probably third on the backing order, right? Like, yeah. NSYNC oh, a 98 degrees available like yeah I'm sure but, that... but that kind of seems right then that they're both kind of third in the pecking list that's kind of a great mutual like relationship um scenario you know because sometimes when you uh, we've discussed before on a couple of other episodes uh I think it was the Reese Witherspoon episode where you've got you know two famous people on one's up here and one's down there like it it, it, you start getting problems well and i i mean we're obviously going to get to it but i feel like that's <laughs> that yeah. was problem, you know yes you know when they met very much on the same wavelengths very much the same kind of pop careers at the same level but collectively when they came together they immediately had more attention than they would individually which is yeah. why i think she's smart as yes. a businesswoman but then also not smart because she didn't make necessary steps to take to secure herself yeah but you know stupid in love is that the saying blind lady gaga song stupid love blind is, is that love? blind like love makes you stupid love is blind yeah either way she was blind deaf and dumb to the situation <laughs> um but yeah i but i think her dad probably had a lot to do with it too like i feel like her dad was probably like this is great for your career because her dad was her manager well, but so this is where we've come from because earlier on, Tina was the mummager. But as I think the career built, it, he jumped in because he's probably got control issues. Yeah, um, and potentially also wants to take the money and take the money exactly. Yeah, it's he like wanted his fair share of the money. Donations at the church, e.g., taking ten percent of his daughter's earnings. You know, same deal. Exactly. Yeah. No. So he definitely sort of swiped into that role. So you could he he comes off to me as very insidious and yeah. opportunistic, yeah. Um, and Opportunist. just kind of like shady, dirty, yeah. dodgy, like all of that. Oh. He's definitely <laughs> <laughs> all He's of that definitely. vibe. 
Yeah, but that's the feeling I get too. Like, he has definitely not paid his taxes. Yeah, he's done something dodgy. He's absolutely done something dodgy. because. But he, I feel like we kind of got to know him more as she got more famous, which to me is weird. Like, that's uncomfortable. Uh, I do think that was because of the, again, the nature of the TV show, right? Like, we're obviously, like, that's the natural progression now. We're coming on to Newlyweds. Well, this but... Is, yeah, but that's what, what, that was my question. Can we find out the date of Newlyweds when that first aired? Because I feel like it's going to be a 2001 type situation. For me, it's going to be, I want to say like 2000. So I was definitely in Spain when Newlyweds was on, which was 2000. We moved to Spain in 2002. So for me, it was like 2003 that it aired, but it probably would have filmed 2002. Um, So when did The Simple Life air? Okay, so the first episode date. Oh, that was the simple. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, get the show name right, shall we? Different episode. <laughs> when did Newlyweds? So the show premiered on August 19th, 2003. And I feel like we often probably think it came on earlier and ran for longer because I feel like so much happened in such a short space of time. Yes. Um, again, I don't know when they got divorced, but it wasn't that long after. But No, it wasn't. It wasn't, was it? It was like, wasn't it like a year and a half? Two I feel years? like, yeah, no more than no more than two years. No more than two, but so that that obviously came out August two thousand and three. I have a feeling that they definitely would have filmed it two thousand two. Let's actually check when they got married, shall we? Let's think about this. So they've they've both got successful in nineteen ninety nine. They're already all of a sudden filming a TV show about their marriage in two thousand and two. And then it airs 2003. This gives them but only three years to have got together, got married, and, and then like re- started filming a show. This is like, that's a very quick move. Now I'm thinking about it. I almost feel like she was bullied into doing this. I, again, I do feel that her dad was probably saying, you need to take advantage of this situation. Yeah. I probably feel that often her music career was put down on her in that, like, why aren't you selling as many albums? Why is your career flopping? Like, other these girls are doing mm. it. Like, why aren't you killing the game? Like, what are you doing? Mm. And I feel like for her, she probably just felt like she wanted... I think she probably wanted the marriage and the relationship 100%. Like, for her, that probably mattered more than anything. But yeah. then, the, from, the like, the dad point of view he was probably like well if you're gonna go off and get married now you can't be shooting like really sexy music videos because you've got a husband so we need to get you on a reality show especially with him being so religious and a preacher like you know sex before marriage all of this that and the other oh and like all of that stuff 100 she was definitely like oh yeah i'm still a virgin like even though he was like 21 doing drugs (laughs) yeah 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 well britney to be fair she played that she played that game Oh my god, one hundred percent. They all played it, except for Christina. Yeah. She came in rough and dirty, but well, she she was rough and dirty from the beginning. the The perception I have of Jessica Simpson is actually, and uh, without offending every Britney person and fan out there, because I do love Britney Spears. Don't get me wrong, but I actually feel like Jessica Simpson probably is more strong headed than Britney Spears yeah. in a way, or um, with it. Uh, well, but I'm talking like no. Not nowadays, I'm talking back in the day, because Britney probably, Britney was pretty with it back in the day. She's not so much now. But what I mean is, just for some reason, I feel like Jessica Simpson was much, is much more stubborn. 
and mm. a little bit more aggressive than Britney Spears. Like Britney oh, Spears yeah. seems to be quite sweet and and again back I'm talking like back in this yeah, you know this yeah. era. She wouldn't have felt that the pressure to have had yeah. sex and done all of that and been like, oh, you know, I need to remain a virgin and I'll lie if I'm not. And da, da, da. I don't think she did any of that. I feel like she probably was a virgin until yeah. she married Nick Lachey. But as as strong-headed and as strong-willed as she is or was, the abuse that we now know yeah. about uh, of the controlling father and this, that, and the other, that's where she was pushed and guided or manipulated even into speeding up the relationship because yeah. as you're right to say that she probably wanted all those things more so than her music career but it was manipulated and misguided by the people around her that do it now do it now do it now this is like you know it's going to make things better in the long run sure and i also have this feeling just based off what i know about the nick cliche which is not much but the the person that he was on that show i felt like he probably resented um what's his name joe joe's mm. who joe was or is in the way that he i feel like he also pushed nick to do the show like i probably nick lachey doesn't strike me as someone who ever wanted to do that and he like hated it and so oh, i yeah. feel like that was the melting pot for disaster and if i was jessica simpson i'd be looking at my dad saying like you fucked my life up like do you know what i mean we really got some key moments uh key uh, iconic moments from that show and it was definitely has solidified its place in pop culture um, throughout our time it was crazy and it really it was also again back in that era of like the Osbournes when we didn't really have much reality tv like that because obviously it was ahead of uh, the simple life yeah, it was it was ahead of it so what uh, I forgot what we said about the simple life the other day but <laughs> 2005 2004 like yeah and, yeah and oh yeah you're right it was like 2005 so for this to be in 2003 and like obviously MTV at that point was entering the reality TV space like that was the change yeah like MTV. real world yeah like all of that like it but it was just it was I think for us as well as viewers is like watching a married couple like move into their first house together and like do all of those firsts yeah was like just gripping and obviously like Jessica Simpson being Jessica Simpson like to this day, who does not know Chicken of the Sea? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just it was, iconic. Yeah, it was completely iconic and definitely like really one of the highlights of her career from a from a public level. Like, if you're if all you're trying to do is be famous, let's say, then that would be the pinnacle of her career. Oh my god, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like for me, like I don't know if like you could even recall some of your fave moments, but for me. Um, there's like two, mm, yeah, two standouts. So Chicken of the Sea is obviously one. Same. Like, mm-hmm. um, the second is when she went lingerie shopping and came out and was like, Nick, I just spent $700 on lingerie. <laughs> but he was like, anyway. he was like, you need to go and return that. And she was like, I can't. And then he was like, yes, you can. You have to go back in the store. And then they wouldn't accept the return because it was lingerie. I weirdly don't remember too much arguing on the show, um, even though it obviously must have happened, whether yeah, it was season two or how many seasons it ran for. Do, sorry, before we do this, did you find out what year they got divorced? So I found out that they got divorced. So married 26th of October, 2002. Mm-hmm. If... Uh, What's it called? Newlyweds aired 
August 2003. Yeah. Right. So from a time of you, you know, married, Moonyworth came out after, you know, one year anniversary, pretty much. Um, they got divorced on the 30th of June, 2006. So don't forget again, that's the official end date of their marriage. Yeah, yeah. But it's the year ahead of that is when you have to file. So basically it was two years that they were married. What that tells me is that she got quite famous during the show. Um, So she had the music career to back herself up. She got more famous on the show and he couldn't handle that because his boy band really never came to fruition with anything. Like not a thing apart from maybe that Cherish song I mentioned earlier. Don't even know how it goes. So he's his music career was already really low then he's now on a show with his wife and you know it's all really entertaining but she's getting all of the attention oh yeah and he's pissed and he's such a meathead that i feel like he's aggression and mm. his anger levels and so i feel like she kind of fell in love with him because he was very similar to the father with mm. controlling mm. anger mm. You know, like all of those dark things. I just, yeah. So I just feel like that was a mistake from the beginning is that it was the kind of that first relationship was always destined to fail. But then add in the mix of the celebrity, the money. I think this is potentially where she started her billion dollar business. Um, But I remember the episode of her doing um, the makeup that you could eat. And so it was like edible and like edible. Yeah, I do remember this. But like her mum was like at the photo shoot with her being like you need to do a few more takes Jess and like she was putting so much lip gloss on that like and she was like having to eat it for the photo that um she ended up getting like stomach cramps I was like I can't do it anymore <laughs> and like on her own show like she was basically showing how inedible her products were and she couldn't actually eat that much um <laughs> she had obviously not only from a fame point of view had started to like obviously become way more famous but with the money it's like, started to be straight and do all of that and basically begin her empire and yeah, whereas but Nick, then he was literally like grilling me on the barbecue and going to play a few rounds of golf with her dad like it yeah. just wasn't far but then so answer me this because now so you've got a situation where the marriage is falling apart because he's obviously upset that he's not you know as famous or whatever the problems are that she's getting all of the attention um and then they decide to split and financially, that's such a drama. If we're saying that the whole thing was kind of orchestrated or pushed from Joe from the beginning about like, this is, you know, the road you need to go down. This is going to be good for your career, this that, and the other. Why was there no like prenup? Well, I don't know. That could have been a Jessica thing. But I think Nick, and again, if you're, you know, if Jessica's marrying her dad, Nick is clearly someone who's opportunistic and again, isn't going to be saying no to a pretty penny down the line. Mm. And probably I would even be sitting there stacking up that 98 degrees and being a boy band, you know, one member of five, like you're not making bank in the way that Jessica Simpson was making bank. Mm. I, I know where you're coming from in that, like, probably. I, I feel that Joe Simpson definitely didn't push that as hard as he should have. Um, no, which is a kind of interesting choice, but maybe he just dropped the ball. Now, the reason why I bought her book, it was like this one excerpt, and I was like, I'm reading this book, was that when they were getting divorced, um, Nick was going after all of Jessica's money, and Joe was going, you are not getting divorced. You are not getting divorced. Like, again, I can't read this like line for line. Can't remember, but this is the Who cares? The- That's the whole point of our show. Just make it up. 
<laughs> but basically, Joe Simpson was saying, you are not getting divorced. You're not giving him a penny. And Jessica was like, I do want out of this marriage. I do not give a shit. Like, I will give him everything. Yeah. And she literally gave Nick everything and said, dad, I'm doing this. And I mm. will make this money back. Don't you worry. And he was like so against it. And she did it. And that was potentially probably the falling out of them. But then the last line of whatever chapter that is, she says, and I made it back, give or take a billion. And I just thought, yes, bitch, you did. Yes. But that's, that goes to show that Jessica Simpson is strong-minded and has lots of willpower, which is kind of the vibe that I have mentioned already that I get from her. But so... I mean, that's pretty epic. And that's such a, that's a really nice story. Like, you know, of a life story to be like, you know, everything was terrible. I got famous. I gave all my money away. And then here I am again. Like, that's pretty commendable. Um, But so can you now clarify to me, let's move on to like a new era, what her business actually does. So it's fashion. I want to say it's fashion. So like, it's, it's like a line of... Clothes wear, women's wear, purses, like handbags, probably stuff that's, you know, in all honesty, being sold in Target. It's not the Victoria Beckham collection. There's not no. you know, $2,000. It's That's not where you make the money, honey. It's not her brand either, you know? Like, Justin yeah. Simpson, fan base with all due, isn't, yeah. you know, playing, you know. Couture. No, it's not. They're not Dior people. They're... So my understanding is that she licenses her name to a brand. So she's basically built, and she obviously gets paid a shit ton of money to license her name, but she basically licenses it. They do all of the manufacturing, all of like the end in-store retail. They figure all of that out, but she is responsible for the merchandising, I assume the marketing, obviously she's Jessica Simpson. And I think it was actually QVC. Like I want to say like QVC line or something. I've never seen it on QVC, but I I didn't, first of all, I didn't really know what it was. I thought that she had oversized underwear. Um, By oversized underwear, I don't mean like just giant like nappies. I mean like, as in like, like Spanx type things. Yeah. Things that are high-waisted. Yeah, I do think, but I do think that's part of it. And this is probably the whole licensing thing. Okay. In lingerie, it's it's probably like beauty. Like I'm sure she's got like a cleanser and a moisturizer. Yeah, and I feel like one of the things I definitely have seen that probably is like one of her bestsellers is like these like jeans, like denim jeans that kind of like shape you. Is that? Yeah. That seems familiar to me. Yeah. Again, I feel like that was early. It was early. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, like it was 2000- like the early business venture. Like yeah. the, that's where I feel like it started around shapewear, bigger sizes. Because she did get really big as well, didn't oh, she? Like she put on so much weight, which must have come after all of the drama of the divorce. She was offered millions to write a book on like how women can have it all. And she, again, I mean, boss bitch turned it down and was like, no, I'm not writing a book when I am literally drinking and crying myself to sleep because of whatever issue she's got, but then telling women how you can have it all. So anyway, she was having this conversation with her daughter. She was like, oh, I'll make you a sandwich or something. Like it was something with some carbs. And her daughter was like, oh, mommy, no, I can't eat that. I'll get fat. And Mm. then Jessica said, like, honey, no. And then she was like, oh no, so-and-so's mum said like, if you eat bread, it'll make you fat. 
And she was like, let me tell you something. Bread won't make you fat. I, there was obviously some other bit that she said to her daughter and then was basically like, that was the moment that I knew I had to write this book for all of the, whatever the name of her daughter is. It was in the book, don't remember. Um, whatever the name of her daughter is, you know, I'm writing it for all of them basically because I want to make sure that women are aware of struggles and like, it's not all you know, you need to be skinny, blah, blah, blah. So like, she obviously spoke about her weight um, and how like, she was obviously very large. Um, yeah, because she did a lot of like Weight Watchers stuff. I feel like she was the face of uh, Jenny Craig. Yes. Jenny Craig. Oh, was. Yes, you're Jenny right. Craig, yeah. She was the face of Jenny Craig for some period of time, um, you know, which they pay so much money for anyway. And then that's why I've, I aligned to the shapewear type clothing range because I was thinking oh she's you know obviously wanting to dress like with jeans and this and the other but she needs the stretch and so that's where that all came from so I feel like that definitely was the grounds of the company and then over time it's just expanded and now of course as you say she's just licensing out her name to different products etc etc which is very normal that's kind of a typical I think it's I think there's obviously something interesting in it because you often see with the licensing stuff, like, I think we're now in this space where, like, obviously the Kardashians, Jenners, whatever, like, all of these celebs are doing their own companies and brands. But it, what's what I think is interesting to me is that often when you license, you don't make as much money. No. And I feel as though Jessica Simpson has actually made a shit ton of money through licensing. So whatever deal they negotiated. Yeah, but you just don't know because sometimes it's such like, again, maybe comes back to that shady business. But like yeah. if you oh, if you also own the manufacturing company and then pay yourself to be licensed, you, you avoid uh, certain fees and yeah. then you double up on coin do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so Mm. i mean i don't know the ins and outs but there is a potential there that she's you know owns certain parts of the process chain yeah and then it's like offsetting everything against it because look look, that's how people make billions of dollars is you you own many things and you offset everything how to launder money (laughs) i mean it wouldn't be a stretch it wouldn't be a stretch Uh, not to say that's happening, but you know, just that's is that again that comes back to that smart businesswoman, but also shady family mm. beginnings. You know, like mm. who's to, who's to know? So let's. I feel like I'm happy with all of the business chat. Like we know she's got loads of money, but she is married, right? She remarried. She did remarry. Um, I don't know. I I I want to say I know that he is a football player. I want to say that's correct too. Yeah. NFL, like NFL draft. Yeah, I mean, I think there's only one type of football player in America anyway, is NFL. I'm going to check. Yeah, we need a little fact from you today. Been lazy and wake. We've got Jessica Simpson's spouse, Nick Lachey, um, <laughs> 2002 to 2006, but we know those dates are not necessarily exact. Uh, and then we have Eric Johnson, married 2014. So they've been married now six years. He oh. is a former American football tight end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the ones at the back, I think. But, okay. Um, you know, like when they do the hut thing, right back? I think those okay. are the ones that receive the throwing back. A lot of people with tight ends receive throwbacks. But mm. uh, interesting choice of words there for the NFL. I'm a favorite organization, but nonetheless, we digress. Well, they are and they aren't. 
Oh no, they are. Uh, they are. I'm getting, like I'm getting conf- gay player. Yeah, I'm getting confused with the baseball uh, one because the baseball here one is pretty open and celebrated. National no, baseball. That's basketball. That's basketball. Okay. I don't know what the baseball one is, but anyway, he um, is a year older than Jessica. Uh, nicely, Matt, six foot three. Uh, he was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, but I don't oh. know if that means that he's from San Francisco. No, probably not. Quite a nice little couple. I mean, I know nothing about him. He's quite handsome. Let me see. We can throw these pictures up on our Twitter accounts too uh, and some of our Insta story. Oh, okay. No, I was expecting. But kind he of like a little Ryan Gosling-ish. Well, I'm going to say... Um, Ryan Gosling meets Scooter Braun, so Justin Bieber's um, Dad? manager. Oh, no. uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's like, it's like, also maybe meets a little Calvin Harris too, like if the three ha- like had a DNA. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this must be a much more recent picture. Actually, he looks better older. Oh, yeah. No, he's nice. Daughter's cute. Oh, it's really cute. Yeah. That's and we'll throw that one up. That one's me yeah, up that's a little sweet family picture, actually. I mean, honestly, I'm going to say that they have a nice marriage. I don't think there's too many problems within their marriage. I feel like he, as an NFL player, was very much used to the money. Like, they get paid so much money anyway. And then I think that he probably, when they had a child together and Jessica was making all this money out of her laundering of businesses, (laughs) that um, that he was willing to take a step back. And just be like, look, sugar mama, you go out there and get to work. I'll look after the baby. And there's no problems here. Like, happily exactly. ever after. He's probably got 15 mil in the bank anyway. If you play for, like, the 49ers, who I believe are quite a big deal. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, they're all good. They're, they what are a great the- setup. What a great... They are living what I call the American dream. <laughs> that is what I call the American dream, too. Um, and if you, too, would like to launder money and marry an NFL player... I'm currently writing a book. <laughs> Yeah, no, so I'm kind of like that's tied in a nice little bow. Like, I feel like her current life is really, um, she's doing really well, but she obviously is still estranged from her father. Yeah, well, yes. Imagine I am Jessica Simpson telling you my life story because we got facts, honey, from the horse's mouth. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) on that mouth, let me tell you. But basically, she invited her dad to, um, it was either like a baseball game or like a dance, like her daughter was going on stage. Because then right. she, she, It was like a nativity play. It was a, I think it actually was. Good, oh, good same. Yeah, yeah, good call. And then she took, she was like, oh, come back to the house for a cup of coffee. She was literally shit-faced drunk. So just by the way, she's at, she actually had like a drinking problem for years and would oh drink get this would literally <laughs> drink like vodka or like whatever alcohol they had in like her like diamond crusted like coffee cup and like would tell her daughter like oh you know mommy's got her mummy juice pretending it was coffee <sighs> and it was like it was a dark toxic situation she she basically just became like this really you know i don't know how you say it like a a recluse well, recluse is probably one. Um, I was going more down like the like mess route. Um, he came back to the house. She had another sip of mummy juice before he got there. Um, and then she took him to the recording studio to show to, for him to listen to some songs. And obviously, it was like the first time she had like actually recorded all of these songs without her dad as mm. her manager. Mm. 
that was really like, you know, emotional about the situation and played it for him. He hugged her or something when the song was finished and was like, baby, that was amazing. And she was like, oh, really? And he was like, honestly, that's so good. And obviously it was like these really raw songs that she'd actually written about like her dad and all of the stuff she had gone through. Okay. Mm. This moment that they shared then led to her breakdown. And that's where chapter one's ended. She basically had a huge nervous breakdown. So it's kind of like a relatively recent Recent, breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not remember seeing her on Ellen? Ellen. Yeah. And she was not, she was, she did not seem okay. I think she was drunk. Yeah. So I think that was around then, whatever, whatever period that was. Um, because she was definitely incoherent on uh, Ellen and was talking about things that no one knew about. What we haven't touched on is the fact that her, I think the problems with the father, uh, abuse aside, because we don't really know where the abuse stemmed from, but the problem with the father is because he he turned out to be gay, right? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting to get to this whole episode. Joking. I am not joking. Ashley Simpson and Jessica Simpson's dad is a homosexual. And this is where all the problems started to come out because they couldn't handle it. We need gay rights. We can't be saying that we produce... No, no, but I mean, no. I mean, the problem within the family, not the problem he was gay. Like, they probably weren't really upset about the fact he was a gay man. What I'm saying is, is they've gone all of their lives... And the mom, you know, and he's a preacher and this, that, and the other. And then it turns out that he's gay. And he, once he told everybody, I think the family just crumbled down because basically the whole family has just been built on a lie. I'm sorry. I am literally sat with like jaw to the floor. I did not know this information. Yeah, he's gay. And then, so that kind of caused a huge rift. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to fact check it while you kind of pick your drawer up off the floor. What I do know is that he became a photographer. Like, he started doing, like, photography. Jessica Simpson in shock after reports her father is gay. After reports that. Like, maybe she's in shock about the reports, not that he is. Okay, well, I'll do a little further digging. I definitely haven't got this information wrong. Like, is it Jessica Simpson shocked as dad comes out is the headline I need. So Jessica Simpson recently sat down with Andy Cohen on his radio show to discuss her book, uh, Open Book. Andy Cohen brought up Nick Lachey's past appearance on Watch What Happens Live. He made a joke about Jessica Simpson's ex-father-in-law, Joe. Andy Cohen asks, what's the best thing about no longer having Joe Simpson as a father-in-law? Nick Lachey replied, um, I don't have to play grab ass under the table on Easter Sunday. So she basically said that she was fuming about it. But as I'm now reading this, this article is now saying, at the time, there had been tabloid rumors (laughs) that Joe was gay following his 2012 (laughs) split. From, wait, I'm still reading, from Simpson's mother, Tina, after 34 years of marriage. TMZ reported in November 2012 that Joe called the rumours about his sexuality ridiculous. (laughs) He also publicly denied on Twitter. Okay, hang on, guys. I think I might have got it wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) My father called me three days before we left for the wedding to tell me he was bringing his friend Jonathan a young model who often shot shot for his new photography business, she writes. I reminded myself that I needed to accept my father for who he was 
as he worked it out in real time. I wasn't sure how to handle my father now, so I worked out the information. Wait, I'm so confused. I am so <laughs> confused. In her memoir, Jessica no. Simpson writes that Joe was actually against her marriage to Nick Lachey from the start <gasps> and cried while walking her down the aisle. <laughs> At her 2002 wedding, the 39-year-old singer gets candid in her book about her bumpy relationship with her father, particularly her feelings when he decided to bring Keith to her July 2014 wedding. My father called me three days before, blah, 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 blah. Um, So I'm going to click on this now because it's now taking me a link to the Keith article. Jessica Simpson recalls dad bringing a male model she didn't know to her and Eric Johnson's wedding. The thing is, what I will say is when I did see him on that reality show, when I was like, why is he suddenly like a fashion photographer? He was like photographing like, I mean, obviously photographers photograph male models, but it it felt like it had gay energy, you know? (laughs) Look, I can't, it's very difficult to get to the bottom of what's happening here. We're going to obviously have to do a justice for maybe Joseph's. Uh, <laughs> but she's this article here from Entertainment Online is very much qu- quoting again from the horse's mouth that he is. Okay. Gay. Well, I feel like Jessica Simpson has potentially outed her father in this book and I feel like Joe's never confirmed it. Yeah. It's actually, as, again, as I'm reading, it sounds like she says one thing and then he tweets and he's like, the guy in this pics is my modeling client. He was in Miami taking agency meeting. That's all. Like he's just sending out random tweets to deny everything. Then Jessica Simpsons goes on to say, my father was a rain cloud all of his own. A, a rain cloud? <laughs> a rain cloud all of his own. Yeah. Like well, a rain cloud produces what when it hits the sun? A rainbow. A rainbow. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a shocking revelation that we still don't know whether it turned out to be true. I was 100% convinced. And I don't think we're going to top it. Pardon no. I <laughs> would not top Joe Simpson. Um... <laughs> it's actually been one of our longest episodes because it uh, there was way more to it than I thought. Considering, can I say that before we started recording, you and I were like, oh, well, don't really know where this one's going to go today. Haven't really looked at anything. But honestly, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, how she's only just released this autobiography. But I guess her story wasn't, you know, had never been fully told. No, and no, I'm now pleased. Actually, this will probably encourage me to go out and... Buy the book? Yeah, or find an audiobook version of it so that I can just listen. There is one. There is one. Um, okay, she reads good. it herself, too. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, guys, listen, it's been a great journey. We hope that you found out some things. Um, and don't forget, guys, you can, of course, follow us on socials. Um, Facebook and Instagram are both Is This Your Life podcast. And then Twitter is Is This Your Life 1 because someone stole our username. I think that's it for the socials. Personally, I am Terry Stapes across the board. And I'm Mr. James Stapes across the board. I'm sure once you find one of us, you'll find both of us. Anyway, I know how I know how Instagram stalking works. Just as a little back end, I think that uh, everyone should know that this is kind of under the umbrella of a Brittany Yank Productions, uh, which is a production company I have with my friend Jonathan. Jonathan, I've never called him Jonathan in my life. <laughs> it's because of Joe Simpson's friend Jonathan. Oh my god, maybe, maybe it was John. 
John now. It said Mal Model. I, I don't know. Uh, so John Oliveira, uh, he's my partner in crime with all things creative with our videos and content that we do. And we have our other podcast, uh, which is a Spice Girls podcast called Wannabe. Uh, it's kind of now delved into some pop culture references too, but you can go and listen to that at your free will too. So I think that covers everything off. Amazing. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, Good. I'm gonna love you forever. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.